0: Hello and welcome to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Don Hibbert
1: and I'm Courtney Bronze
0: and each week we bring you conservation topics and events from around the endless mountains. Well last week we discussed the subnivian zone and I think it's safe to say that most backyards in the northern tier and the Pocono region now have an active subnivian zone but today We're focusing on an animal that lives above the Subnivian Zone, and probably one that many are familiar with. They're a common sight in yards and gardens. It's the rabbit. But there's potentially a catastrophic disease which has been identified in domestic rabbits, which has its potential to spread to our native populations. So let's get into exactly what's going on with Uh, those domesticated rabbits and find out a little bit more about how we can prevent the spread to our native population
1: so back in 2020 rabbit hemorrhagic disease struck wild rabbit populations in the united states for the first time and as of the end of 2020 the disease has not yet been detected in pennsylvania But the potentially devastating effects to the rabbit and hare populations definitely has the Pennsylvania Game Commission keeping a close eye on the matter. So the virus is known formally as rabbit hemorrhagic disease virus 2, or RHDV2, and it was first detected in France in 2010. The disease emerged in European rabbits, which are often sold in the United States as pets or for food and other products.
0: So since 2018 rabbit hemorrhagic disease cases have been found in domesticated rabbits uh, all across the United States. Then in March 2020, an RHDB2 outbreak surfaced in wild rabbits and even in jackrabbits in New Mexico. It was later found in wild populations in Arizona, uh, I think Colorado, California, Nevada, Texas, In Utah. To date RHDV2 has not affected non-rabbit species and it's not transmissible to humans so that's a good thing. So let's look at the symptoms and then we can kind of identify if it's something that we're seeing in our woods. So the symptoms of the disease may include loss of appetite, lethargy, fever, seizures, bleeding from the nose and mouth, there might be difficulty breathing, and uh, sudden death is the big one. Disease is often very swift and it's a sudden killer, and rabbits may die without showing any symptoms at all.
1: So I guess let's talk a little bit about the concern in Pennsylvania. So The Pennsylvania Game Commission is very concerned with the possibility of RHDV-2 turning up in the state for a variety of reasons. Um, The disease could take a toll on the rabbit and hare populations, which in turn could impact hunting, but it could also upset ecosystems in which rabbits are a key prey species, as well as ecosystems where rabbits and hares play a role in vegetation management through their foraging habits. The virus has the potential to remain on the landscape for weeks and months, and it's also very capable of surviving freezing temperatures. So once it makes it to an area, it's very hard to get rid of.
0: So the disease can spread from rabbit to rabbit, but also indirectly through bodily fluids, as well as insects or other vectors. And that makes it an easy spreader, really. Uh, The movement of domestic rabbits, carcasses, and contaminated equipment, that's likely contributed to the spread of the virus across the United States, especially in the past year. And uh, hunters also pose a risk to the spread of the disease. If a hunter shoots an infected rabbit in one area and then field dresses the animal in a different area, the potential for spread of the virus is high.
1: Prevention is the best method to protect the wild rabbit and hare populations in Pennsylvania. So the Pennsylvania Game Commission has actually started field studies investigating rabbit and hare genetics to understand how native populations traverse Pennsylvania's landscape. So Emily Boyd, a small game biologist for the PGC stated that this information will better help them track the spread of the virus should it reach Pennsylvania. In an article in the January issue of the Pennsylvania Game News, Emily Boyd also mentions that many residents in Pennsylvania are unaware that the Commonwealth has two different species of cottontails, the Eastern Cottontail and the rarer, more elusive Appalachian Cottontail. So the Appalachian Cottontail is listed as a high-priority species of greatest conservation need in Pennsylvania's Wildlife Conservation Plan. So it's really important to try and prevent This disease from getting to that species. PGC and the University of Pennsylvania's School of Veterinary Medicine will be coordinating with state and federal agriculture and wildlife agencies, wildlife disease research organizations, and outdoor and conservation groups, as well as the news media.
0: It's probably safe to say that the snowshoe hare also affected, because we're mentioning the hare throughout this story. Yep. That's another species that, you know, is potentially has the capability of getting this disease as well. So let's look at what you can do. Uh, And there are several things that you can do to play your part in preventing this virus from impacting our state uh, and the populations that reside here. If you raise domestic rabbits, be on the lookout for symptoms in your rabbits. If symptoms appear, speak to your veterinarian. Don't allow domestic rabbits to roam freely in your yard, since that's uh, how it can spread easily to wild populations. So finding several dead hares or rabbits in the same location is a pretty good indicator of the RHDV-2 outbreak. And if you discover any dead animals, don't touch them, don't move them, report them to the nearest Game Commission office. Uh, a couple other things to keep in mind, don't trap rabbits or transfer rabbits and release wild rabbits from another area into your location. Do not harvest or handle sick looking rabbits or hares, and make sure you report them to the PGC. Don't leave harvested rabbit entrails on the landscape. If you do have contact with wild hares or rabbits, always wear disposable gloves, disinfect any surfaces or equipment that may have contacted the animal.
1: In September of 2020, the Pennsylvania Department of Agriculture issued an interstate international quarantine order for the disease, and the order requires an interstate health certificate for all live domestic rabbits being shipped to the Commonwealth. It also suspends, unless certain criteria are met, the importation of domestic rabbits or their products from any area where RHD has been diagnosed in the past 12 months. And the Pennsylvania Game Commission is also seeking to create a list of collaborators to assist the agency with disease monitoring in upcoming hunting seasons. So if you are interested, please contact Emily Boyd through email at pgccomments at pa.gov and type rabbit virus helper in the subject field.
0: Well, I hope that you learned a little bit more about this disease that has a potential to spread to our wild populations. I know I certainly did. I had never heard of it before we did this show. Um, certainly some new information there and uh, more reasons to be cautious if you do raise domestic rabbits. Um, had you heard of it before?
1: I had heard of it. I didn't know a whole lot about it until I kind of started reading about it for this show. But it's definitely something to be aware of.
0: Yeah. All right. So I think we have a couple events, or at least one, and then some free webinars to mention as well.
1: Yep. So the event is the Scranton Ice Festival, and it's actually this weekend. So Friday, February 5th through Sunday, February 7th in downtown Scranton. And the festival will feature a number of ice sculptures and front of businesses, and family-friendly activities are also planned. These include ice sculpting demonstrations, musical acts, and more. So check that out, it sounds pretty cool.
0: Yeah, definitely. And safe to say, if you have cross-country skis or if you have um, snowshoes, ice skates, I think we've got a winter where we can use those. Um, It's been a while since we had a winter like this, it seems. Um, So get outside. Do something outside. Enjoy the snow. (laughs) I know it's hard to say. We've all been shoveling a lot lately.
1: It is really pretty. I keep reminding myself daylight savings time is only a little over a month away, though.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, days are getting longer and uh, sun's out a little bit longer when we do see it. But I also want to mention free webinars from Penn State Extension. Uh, and these are online. Uh, they, they do offer courses as well, but they are uh, there's a fee for those. Uh, these are free webinars. I think these are just as good in a way. Um, there's some interaction with the audience. Um, so, just want to run down a quick list of what they offered for free. They're on the Penn State Extension website. Uh, so, they have amphibians and reptiles in your woods. You can learn more about what's in your woods. Uh, native Plants of Pennsylvania, Invasive Forest Insects, Pennsylvania Forest Seminar, and that covers streamside buffers and live-stake planting. If you're looking to get started in maple syrup, there's a webinar for that. Uh, if you wanted to know where to begin as a forest landowner, uh, there's uh, options for inspired landowners, and also there's uh, a webinar on Creating a Backyard Oasis just for wildlife. So a lot of good topics, and uh, if you find yourself indoors wondering what to do, there you go. And just one more thing, uh, we do have our seedling sale going on right now, go to our website, you can find a link right there, uh, should be a banner right at the bottom. Uh, and like we said in the last couple of weeks, lots of great seedlings offers, uh, berries, pine, hardwoods, a little bit of everything for everybody.
1: Well, I guess that does it for today's show. If you have questions related to our shows, you can contact the Conservation District by calling 570 If you missed a portion of today's show, you can go to our website, www.suscondistrict.org, and find our Conservation Corner page with past episodes links to information about past episodes, and a contact form where you can reach out and ask questions or make comments about the show. You can even suggest ideas for future shows. You've been listening to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Courtney Brons.
0: and I'm Don Hibbert saying enjoy the outdoors.